Welcome to God Mode Unlocked episode 106, where we've got a new development in Apple versus Epic. The big lots 106. Of, lots of next-gen rumors. Uh, first details on Netflix Resident Evil show. But first, let's talk about Gamescom, which was this week. So, this is Europe's biggest show, and I watched the opening ceremony. And the, the theme of it was really new trailers for a lot of really good exciting games but there was no really you know megaton announcements i was kind of thinking sony might slip like silent hill in there or something yeah. just because they just could blow the doors off you yeah. know like but you know what everybody keeps saying you know oh well you know we, it's covid it's covid we had to change our plans scale back our plans and i get it but um uh, my my favorite part of the conference was ea dragging out not one not two but three Terrible looking Star Wars games you... in the same two hour conference. And I mean, it was just, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, I can believe it, but I couldn't believe it because it was like, you know, every single one, it's like the same thing. They're literally retreading the same original trilogy again. And it's like, oh, well, in this one, you get to, you know, hop aboard the Millennial Falcon. And this one, you get to, fly alongside the Death Star, and in this one you get to go to Tatooine, and it's like, how many more times? Like, EA, that, EA. That was cool on, like, the PS1. <laughs> they're just in rough shape right now. Like, they, they can't seem to do anything right. No, like, aside from Respawn. Yeah. It's Respawn's the yeah, only developer Respawn's, like, have. holding it all up. Literally I carrying mean, the it, company. It's really kind of scary to think what that company would be like. If not for respawn, because you know there's a hard, and I sent, I just sent the, uh, sent this to you a couple hours ago. There's a hard campaign on right now to strip them of the NFL license, <laughs> and then where would they be? Well, I, I, I don't know, but you know, like they had, you know, Apex is still going very strong. Respawn just did the Star Wars game last year, which was a huge hit, and they showed a new trailer for Medal of Honor's. Uh, the new Medal of Honor VR game, which everybody in my chat was like, wow, this looks really good. Yeah. So, like, everything else EA has right now is just total trash. Like, I don't know. It's just a sad state, state of affairs. I would, imagine if they got stripped of the NFL license and yeah. the Star Wars yeah. license. Like, I, I got a feeling they got to be close um, to losing the Star Wars license. Because, you know, some of, the, some of the things that have gone on, Disney can't be... They can't be happy with it. I, I feel like whoever has that license really just, it's more of a boon for them than it is Disney because it's free sales. Yeah. You put out games with Star Wars on it and you're going to sell a few million units. Yeah. Like, you're guaranteed. Lego Star Wars, you know, you're going to sell five million no matter what. Well, it makes you wonder, like, <clears throat> okay, so Ubisoft has Marvel right now. And if, if that does well, and I'm not sure. I don't think I, they do. Because Square Enix published the Avengers. Well, yeah. No, it's, it's they Square published. Enix does, yeah. They yeah, made it too. They no, it. Crystal Dynamics made. It, I thought. Yeah, who's owned by Square Enix? Oh, okay. Never mind. Square Enix then. Do you think they could steal it away? Do you think they'd want it? I, I, I don't know. I mean, Activision obviously would take it. I'm sure. Uh, Ten cent, probably take it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but who else is big enough? Yeah, to swallow such yeah. a license. Yeah. I mean, but it seems like many. it seems like since they have the Marvel license, and if it works out, and it it seems to be sort of up in the air whether or not it's going to work. What's that? The Marvel Avengers. The game. Yeah. 
Yeah, who knows with that one. Because, I've heard very different yeah, things. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are really pissed off at the game. Yeah. They think it's trash. But then, I, you know, I hear a few people that say they like it. Yeah. So it could be salvageable. And, and it is it is the Avengers, yeah. which is sort of like a license to print money. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, it, it could work. Yeah. And if that works, I could see them maybe saying, well, you know, Star Wars isn't working over there. Do you have enough developers? Because that's the thing. EA probably has like five whole studios just just dedicated to Star Wars. Which is probably why, honestly, we don't see EA make more games anymore. Half of their studios are probably making Star Wars games. And it's just reality. But one of the big announcements this week, they showed it at Gamescom. We just saw it. was uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War. The greatest name and in Dorito history, I guess. Oh, God. Um, but we just saw the, the likeness of Ronald Reagan on, on screen yep. there. And yep. What game is this? Trash. Don't even don't even <laughs> waste your time looking at it. Is this the same it. game? Is this the same game that was just had Ronald Reagan? No. Okay. That was, that was, I was gonna Black. Say, that's that, Call of Duty. I was going to say, that's a weird... Uh, <laughs> that was Call of Duty. A weird dynamic they got going there. So, I don't know. Black Ops Cold War looks okay to me. Yeah. I... The multiplayer reveals this month, which is really what matters, I think. Yeah. Because is there going to be a campaign on on this one? Yeah, and that was oh, that was what the first trailer good. was. And you know, Ronald Reagan is in the trailer. Okay, I'm interested. Uh, I don't know. I they use Blue Monday in the trailer, which is a yeah. great song. So yeah. that was you know. I saw the trailer. I, I saw the second trailer, I guess. And here's the greatest. The, so they showed a new trailer for the Doom Eternal DLC, and not only did the trailer look really good, but the best part about this is you can play the DLC standalone. You don't even need to buy Doom Eternal to play it. That's crazy. It's awesome. So you can just what? pay the whatever it is, 15, 20 bucks or whatever, and play it by itself. Do you so. think we're moving towards like episodic, like smaller? I think it's definitely going to be continued, like a, a thing for sure. Especially um, with like if, if Game Pass and Stadia take off, like why would you need to develop a sixty-hour game? Well, you could you just know, give them like that was one of the big themes of Gamescom too, is that several other publishers confirmed that they're going up to seventy bucks, including yeah. Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, who they got, they Activision got put through the ringer for this. So if you have to buy the standard game. I think is only if you're buying this gen's version, it's sixty dollars, right? Yeah. The next gen version is seventy dollars, which is okay with you so far. But you can. But you need to buy if you want to upgrade your game to the next gen version. If you yeah. want the option to, you need to pay seventy dollars for the this gen version. Yeah. You can't. They will not allow you to buy the sixty dollar version and then just pay an extra ten. Later down the road, like let's say you get a Series X in two years, well, I, I, you need to pay seventy dollars. Is all anything over stopping it. you from buying the this gen version and then just playing it on your next gen console? Uh, like the disc? Yeah, like backwards compatibility. Activision might. I don't know how they could though. Well, nobody buys discs anymore. First of all, eighty yeah. percent of the sales are digital. Well, even if it was digital, couldn't you buy this gen and then make it work? Next I don't think Activision is allowing that. It'll be interesting. Because 
Because like that will be that'll start. I mean, like that'll. It did. It started a huge. I yeah. I need to fact. This was one of the other announcements that I absolutely flipped out about. Like, this is a this trailer. It's a random. All of a sudden, at the very end, they're like, "Oh, it's a new Walking Dead game about literally." About, I was gonna say, is it but State of Decay guess, three? Guess what it is. Guess what the game is about. Um, zombies ain't my neighbor. No, literally building bridges. Oh my god. The gameplay is you build bridges. That <laughs> to, to escape zombies. Does that have anything to do with zombies? It doesn't make any. It looks terrible. It looks like it should have something to do with the and, zombies. And it's a next gen game, and it literally looks like it could be a mobile. I, game. I think I remember hearing about this game actually. Um. So other stuff, uh, they announced the release date for World of Warcraft Shadowlands, which is October 27th. The biggest thing was probably the Ratchet and Clank PS5 gameplay demo. Yeah. Because this was the first real PS5 game we've seen demoed in full like this. Or even next, well, we saw Halo Infinite demoed, but it was on PC and everybody thought it looked like... Look at this game. I'm, give me a... Bridge that, Constructor, The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, who, who... Obviously, somebody built a game about bridges, and they're like... I guarantee need, you this game will be a massive hit. We need It'll to, be a massive hit. This will be the new Minecraft. So, did you watch the Ratchet and Clank demo? Uh, a little bit, yeah. What were your thoughts on it? Um, yeah, it looked okay. Uh, I heard a lot of people thought that they felt it was downgraded from what was shown... At the other shows, mm-hmm. I didn't really get that feeling. I just, I don't know. Like the Ratchet and Clank series just never grabbed me, and it still is. It, it looks like more of the same. Well, I know. So first, few takeaways from it, from the demo itself. It does look really good. You yeah. Know, there was no loading. Yeah, yeah. There was tons of stuff happening on screen, which is something that I wanted to point out because I don't think that that's actually going to be indicative of the game. Because there was so much stuff happening on screen that it was distracting. Well, and I think they literally just wanted to pile everything into this demo yeah. to show you the raw power. I think of, a lot of launch games... Look, what, can ha- look a, what we can do. A lot of launch games really suffer from that, though, where it's sort of like a glorified tech demo. Yeah, yeah. Like, they just want to be like, oh, look yeah. what we can do now. And, and I got that feeling, like, every time they... they like sucked you into a different it's a world. Rift. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't think you're gonna be doing it that often after that first part of the game. Yeah. Like, I think I it was think meant just to like. All, well, and not like all the destruction on the screen. There was like literally bits and pieces of the environment and enemies flying everywhere. Just World of Warcraft. Yeah, bouncing across the ground everywhere. Um, but here is here is what was really interesting. You know how many frames per second it is? Twenty-five. Thirty, which. Everybody on reset for the past how many years have been swearing up and down. 30 frames a second is unplayable. 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 And now it's like, well, that looks great. You know, like and and they came out later, you know, Insomniac came out and said, Well, you can play it at 60 and just downgrade the resolution, which is a good option. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I think a lot of games will have that. But um that, that's why all these tech demos and stuff, you really can't trust them anymore. So does the game actually run at... Um, is, this, is this still Warcraft? No. Does the game actually run at... Um, 4K? 4K. I think I think that one does. Like, I think it would be a good trade-off if you can like downgrade to like 1440p. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it and is. And 60? Like that, that'll be, that, that'd be pretty acceptable. But, you know, I don't know. It just seems like 
no, for single Warhammer. player games, I kind of feel like FPS doesn't matter all that much. Yeah, but. and but it is kind of surprising that it can't handle 4K 60, even even with all, everything it's doing. I I know I'm starting to sound like a broken record here, but what do you? And people really started to blow up specifically at Microsoft this week, but I would say Sony just as much. But Sony has shown one game, you know, gameplay. Yeah. We are literally two months away from these consoles coming out, and we've seen one game running on next-gen hardware. One. Yeah. Everything Microsoft shows on PC, uh, they've showed, you know, one game running on PS5, Ratchet and Clank. How how concerning is that? Well, like, they, they showed that Sackboy game at the other show. It wasn't. I mean, it was a trailer. And it also looks like a Nintendo 64. Yeah, game. that's the so. thing. Is like, you know, looking at it. I mean, this was the first game we saw demoed. Yeah. So, are you concerned? Like, um, am I concerned? Not really. Yeah. But I mean, it does beg the question: Why? Here's what I can't get out of my head, because you know, and everybody who's been listening knows how disappointed I've been with how this gen has rolled out, and specifically Microsoft. You know, they've been showing. They seemed to be so far ahead in this process for the past two years. Microsoft did. They announced the Series X early. They let Digital Foundry tear the thing apart. Like, it seemed that they were basically way ahead. And now they are so far behind. Well, and you know that they're going to use the excuse of, well, COVID struck and it set us back. And it's like, well, I don't know. Because like you said, they seem pretty, you know, that's, ahead of the game. That's what I do. Even before COVID. And, and I know Microsoft specifically, their strategy has been, you know, generations no longer matter. You know, just, just this month alone, Microsoft has released, what, like three or four pretty big hits yeah. between Flight Simulator, Battletoads. Yeah, it's been a good month. Grounded. Uh, what else did they just release? Something else. I can't Wasteland. Remember. Wasteland 3, which What's some those? people are saying is like one of the best games of the year. Yeah. Jeez, so that was a good month. For, in one regard, you know, they're doing pretty well. But as far as like this next general, though, I just I can't help but feel both Sony and Microsoft have killed the hype for this gen. And Microsoft has I thought they were really gonna come out, you know, exuding confidence this gen. You know, what, look at all this stuff we got. What do you think of this game? It was a lot creepier than I expected it to be. Did you um have you have you played it? Little Nightmares? No, it's not even out yet. Oh. This first one is, but this is the second one. Did you play the first one? No. But I heard it was actually really creepy. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Anyway, let's back to Microsoft. So, you know, like, so the rumors, there was a whole bunch of weird next-gen rumors that got out this week. So, A, this is actually official. Sony has opened the gates on PS5 pre-orders. So you can pre-order a PS5. You can't pre-order an Xbox Series X yet. But oh yeah, the, have you heard about the pre-orders? Is there for just PS5? Like a mailing list? Um, no, you, they're going to apparently study your PlayStation usage and if you use it a lot. Yeah, exactly. The the biggest fans will have first. It's a good system, really. It's a good. I mean, as far as like um, you know, publicity and whatever, it, it yeah. does. It makes you for the gamers. Well, it makes sure. Yeah, yeah. It makes sure that some guy who's not gonna. Even Flip it, it for yeah, $2,000 yeah. right. or whatever. Good yeah. point. Um, but then also, oh, here's a Star word Wars got game. out this week from a very reliable source that uh, 
Series X is launching the first week of November, and PS5 is launching two weeks later. But that's set. That's what's happening. Wait, what was that? Series X is launching first week of November. PS5 is two weeks later in November. So, like, November 15th. The battle for November. At this point, I just really don't know what to expect. Well, at this point, I'm just happy to hear that PlayStation games are probably going to come to PC. That was the other thing that like so, was rumored to be transpiring. Maybe I'll just get a nice new GPU and that'll but, be the end of it. What I'm taking from all this is that Microsoft and Sony do not expect this next gen to really start very quickly. Like yeah. it's going to be a very slow rollout and they don't expect a lot of early adopters because they're not putting mm-hmm. a lot of eggs in it. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because I just heard from some rumor, might have been on Reset Era, um, from some insider, and they predicted that, I don't know if this is a prediction or based off of actual facts, so I'll just put that there. I think it's a prediction. And they predicted that this generation will be short Mm -hmm. and there will be no mid-generation refresh. I'd be shocked by that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I could almost see it from Microsoft's perspective, because if they're launching the most powerful console and a low-end console with Series S out the gate, well, they don't need a an, an apparent, you know, well, yeah. But the but the the weird thing about that is 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 Microsoft deliberately switched to the series branding, yeah. which implies like, okay, we're just going to keep churning these things out as the technology but, allows us to. But they, what they could do is kind of do what Nintendo has done with the Switch a few times. Just keep the same series and just slightly upgrade every two years the hardware yeah. that's... Well, yeah, but... You I, don't need to put out a new... Well, I think skew. every time they do that, they're going to call it a different new... Like a Series well, Y, Series J. XL. Yeah. Series XL, exactly. Series SL. XX. SL. Series yeah, XX. XX. Yeah. And you get up to the Xbox Series Triple X, the Triple. Well, I mean, aren't we already at the Triple X? I don't know. But, Xbox. Um, you know, the other rumor is that Nintendo is going to be doing a Direct this month, and supposedly they are going to announce this Super Switch thing, which should be coming. So the rumor says... Next Gen doesn't start until Nintendo. The next so. first half of next year. Um, here's the Sims Star Wars garbage that made me fall out of my... Chair, I think. Like, How are you supposed to play The Sims Star Wars? I don't. How is this? What going? a cash in! Like, like what a what a glorified cash in here. But um. But you got to fly the Millennium Falcon. Oh yeah, they let you know that front and center. <laughs> There's no way you can fly the Millennium Falcon. No, no. But they they keep they name drop all those classic, you know, Millennial Falcons in it, and you know, oh my god. It's it's pure trash. But uh, there's a lot of other small rumors this week that, that we'll get to. But overall, there was some other stuff from Gamescom. Factor 5 is back, and they're putting out Turrican Remastered. We saw the second season of Fall Guys. Wait, what are they putting out? Turrican. Is that, is that like a flying game? It was a Super NES uh, side-scroller. That's like a cult classic. I never played it, though. I vaguely recall the name, but... I've heard the name, yeah. It was one of those names that always popped up on forums. People yeah, like, oh, exactly. it was the greatest game ever, but nobody actually played it. 
Uh, second season of Fall Guys, which has sold 7 million copies on Steam, 15 million on PS4. Spellbreak launches September 3rd. Surgeon Simulator 2 got a trailer from the most unexpected source. In, during the conference, uh, what's his name? From Back to the Future, Doc, just suddenly, literally, no. yeah, literally appeared during games. He must be like a thousand years old. He is. He was in character at, at Gamescom. Oh, my God. Who and, thought uh, that was a good idea? It actually was pretty funny. And at the very at the very end, he said he was about to go to the movies to watch uh, the new Avengers movie called The Return of the Son of Thanos. Are you, I mean, I remember a couple of years ago they had, uh, on some TV show, they had like a reunion between him and Michael J. Fox. And this was like five years ago. Yeah. And, and Michael J. Fox, even in the state he's in, he had to like corral <laughs> you know like because doc was doc like did this, a good job he was so far gone that yeah. like he, he had to like help him along he did a good job. and this was like five years i can't imagine i can't imagine what shape he's in they also showed a behind the scenes look at the new dragon age which they announced that game like two three years ago and they still were just showing like artwork for this trailer so i yeah. feel like that's really yes. far off. Yeah, I and remember. i i kind of wonder if bioware make it at this point like i'm really talking about ea you know well, what do you another think one what do you think comes out first uh the new elder scrolls or the new dragon age probably dragon age but I, I, really you think so i i, I would have thought elder scrolls well you know i got thinking about that this week because you know we've been talking about these long development cycles for a while now and how expensive games are getting and you know, Bethesda said the next Elder Scrolls is still years off. Starfield, which has been talked about literally for what five years now at least. Yeah. But that's their sci-fi RPG. Well, whatever. is it is it they Elder said, Scrolls supposed to come before Starfield or whatever? They said the reveal of Starfield is still years off. That's been in development for at least five well, they, years. They teased it at least. Right, but they announced Dragon Age like two three years ago. Yeah. It's really becoming apparent that like. These games are literally taking 10 years to make. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I don't know. I mean, we're headed for something it's dangerous that's... dangerous territory. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, I, I, really think, I really think the industry could crash. And, and maybe the only things that could stop it would be, like, basically Nintendo Switch, where they just won't put out hardware that can support that kind of development. Yeah. Or... Mobile. Or... Like Stadia and Game Pass, where you're gonna get like ten hours at a time. I just don't see episodes developing a, a large scale single player RPG like that. Yeah, the risks are so huge. Yeah, because like if you're developing an MMO, okay, you can get you know subscription fees, multiplayer games and stuff. You can still sell skins out the wazoo. You know that you can monetize them easily. But, yeah, but you know, um. With the, you know, large-scale RPGs, yeah, it almost seems like as long as you build, like, a universe that's really detailed and yeah. really large, like, that just sells itself. Like, you're guaranteed millions of it sales. It does to an extent, but imagine if, um, imagine if you're, you're making a single-player RPG, been making it for five years, you know, and then you find out Cyberpunk 2077 is launching the month before you. Yeah. Well, you're dead now. Like yeah. you're, you're, I mean, you're not dead, but 
So then you delay it. Well, yeah. now you got it. Now you're up against the next Elder Scrolls. Well, but yeah, you know, well, I, I will say that is the Fallout. It, it does seem like that um, that genre is starting to get a little crowded yeah. because even Microsoft is coming in with yeah. with basically two entries as far as we yeah. know, Fable and um, whatever that other one was. I think Fable the game. Of the what, what was the other one? Um, starts. It was uh, it's Obsidian's game. I yeah, can't the name. I can't think of the name either. But it looked, it looked like disavowed or something yes, like that. Yeah, disavowed. I mean, overall, it was a it was a good conference, but the the whole next gen aspect of it and all the weird like bits and pieces floating around about next gen really have me worried and numerous. And here it is, another. I was gonna Star say, Wars I feel game. like every time I turn around, it's a new Star Wars game. Yeah, like literally, <laughs> for real. Right now, that's what it's gonna be for the next two hours. Every time you turn around, and, oh look, we're treading out the Emperor again. Oh. There he is. Oh, it's Vader again. Holy I'm, I'm shit. I'm kind of sick of the whole Lego thing. I, I, it's, I mean, the kids eat it up. I'm yeah, sure. I guess. But, and again, it's probably easy to develop. Yeah. Development cost-wise. Yeah. You don't need to do... And actually, it looks really good. Textures and all that. So, it does have a charm to it. I wouldn't yeah. play it. Yeah, but I, I mean, just like the entire, like, oh, it's that's nothing but gag. It doesn't so. look bad. I, I'm just kind of over it. So overall, Gamescom, it, it was pretty good. It, I just, I'm wondering when we're going to ever get, like, another actual gaming convention. Like, it might be years before we yeah, it's get to scary, see. isn't it? I mean, it's amazing to me that we we went to a convention, was it in March? The end of February, the okay. last week of February. Yeah, it was. I knew it was right on the borderline. And by the middle of March... Everything was shut yeah, down. Yeah, it was over. Well, if you remember... There was a lot of panic about COVID at PAX. Oh, yeah, yeah. People In mass. Remember, because Sony pulled out, remember? Yeah. They said, yeah, we're yeah. not going to restart. There was, oh, there was tons of empty space. There was going to be The Last of Us playable. Yeah. And oh, still good. It did, didn't make it. Um, yeah, there was a ton of empty space. And it was funny because at the time, there were a bunch of people wearing masks. Yeah. Uh, like medical masks. At the convention, which seemed weird at the time. And people weren't shaking hands. Yeah, and... yeah. Well, all that stuff seemed weird. Yeah. And now it seems so normal. Commonplace. It is kind of weird. So, uh, Sony and Microsoft are both supposed to have conferences in the next two, three weeks, but we don't know when. So, expect more next-gen news here in the next Somebody's going to have to tip their hand. Somebody's... Well, eventually. I heard Sony's going September 14th or something like that. Yeah. But we'll see. This is crazy. This is it the is weirdest... Crazy. They're going to be announcing this stuff like a month and a half before yeah. the console comes out. Yeah. It's not. Just say it's 500 or 600 or whatever it is. We've we've all braced ourselves. I know. It's going to be okay. And and only the hardcore are going to buy it this first six months anyway. Yeah. There's, I mean. It, that's what I mean. There's not going to be mass and, adoption. It's Sony. Well, excuse me. And Sony has even said that like they're only going to offer it pretty much to the hardcore. Yeah. The the first run. Well, so. there there's What's been rumors forever that they were behind in production anyway. So yeah. this really makes sense. It, yeah. It makes them. It helps them. That's that's a really clever marketing pitch. What do you think? Like you know, we only have this many, so we'll say that we're only delivering it to our biggest fans at first. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm wondering is, do you think maybe Sony thinks that they'll either come out with a higher price or maybe an equal price, but since the lack of power, mm -hmm. um, do you think like the whole, oh, we're, well, we're only going to sell it to our biggest fans. Is that like to, to prepare for the, for like sort of <laughs> take the hit? Well, yeah. Like, um, 
I don't to, know. To sort of hide maybe the disappointment. Microsoft's not hyping anybody up. That's the problem. Yeah. Like Microsoft has not done a good job getting people ready to buy a new console this fall. And you're neither ex- has Sony. You're not excited to play Ages of Empires 3? No. But I don't Definitive know. edition? We'll, we'll see how this goes. So the Epic and Apple case actually went before a judge this week, which I'm shocked it made it to court this quickly, first of all. But the judge ruled that Apple cannot remove Unreal Engine from the App Store, the iOS ecosystem. Damn it. But they did rule that Fort they can kick Fortnite off, that they're allowed that, that was allowed. Yeah. And the judge even went so far as to say that Epic's problem was self inflicted, which I mm. absolutely love. Because <laughs> it was. Yeah. Like well I think I, what was their end I think goal to here? a certain degree Epic knew exactly what they were doing. Um, right up until the point that Apple completely them nuked off. them. Yeah. I think they I think they expected Fortnite to go. I don't think they expected Apple to pull the rug completely. I think maybe they expected Fortnite to go temporarily. Yeah, yeah. I don't and and it remains to be seen if they'll be allowed back. But Yeah. How many how much revenue were they going to lose by losing the iOS ecosystem? Yeah, quite a bit. I mean, I would think because that's millions. That's I know, I know they have an ungodly amount of money, but yeah. But yeah, you don't want to lose right an ungodly amount of money. No, like, that nobody either. wants that. Right. So, um, I mean, they're lucky that this judge said, "No, you can't, you can't kick them off completely." What if they didn't? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Epic. Ha- so Epic cannot make games for iOS. Yeah. Epic is removed. Yeah. Apple removed them, said no, yeah. never again. But their engine can at least live Other on. developers can, yes, use their engine, which I think was the right decision. Yeah, I, me too. I think that's pretty down the center. I, I really wonder, though, like what the heck was Epic's plan here? Yeah. Like what did they think would happen? Well, what do you think What do you think the future is now for like going forward between Epic and, and Apple? I don't think there is one. I and think even they totally... Google. And even Google, because they're going to want to get back into the Google store as well. Yes, you can put it on your phone and by other means, but they're still going to want to be back yeah, yeah. in the stores, I think. Um, so what do you think, like, especially with Apple, what are they going to have? They're going to have to come crawling back, right? It, like, well, that's what I mean. I guess if, if, if you're Apple, if Epic says, well, hey, we'll just, we agree to give you your 30%. Yeah. Apple just says, okay. Like, I mean... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. As long as they say, okay, we're okay with 30, Apple's going to be like, okay, come back in. Yeah. But will they say Will they, though? Because Epic put out (laughs) anti-Apple propaganda (laughs) everywhere. I know. And they really... Do you think that whole anti... They tried to get other developers and publishers on board with them to, like, totally upend... Do you think that'll... the Apple cart. Get it! Get it! How do you think the whole anti-Apple campaign will age? Will you, do you think people will look back and be like, man, that Remember was, that? Yeah, like, well, that was embarrassing. There was a thread on or, Reset. It was, you know, how do you feel about the Epic Games Store now after seeing this crap that they just pulled? And, you know, I, I, I will remember this, like, the skin, like, the anti-Apple skin and stuff. Yeah, that, yeah. That's pretty funny. I thought that was... Oh, funny. yeah, I think the whole thing's hilarious. But... but from a business perspective, I really have no idea what Epic was doing. None. Yeah. I don't know what their plan was. I don't know what they thought would happen. I think Tim Sweeney is literally just, he thinks he's right about everything. And if yeah. he just, because well, 
if he says so. I mean, I guess what I'm saying is, like, I bet, I bet, like, the truly dedicated, hardcore Fortnite kids. Yeah. Like, I bet they hate Apple right now. (laughs) Yeah. But but everybody outside of that core, which, you know, I mean, can't be more than a few million, I would imagine. What do they feel about Epic? Like, Like, because it looks, I mean, for me, like, I don't give a damn about Fortnite. Yeah. And, and, Yes, I use Apple products, but really, I, I mean, I think I can look at it objectively, and I think Epic just kind of looks silly what because are, it's yeah. just so petty. What are other developers and publishers who are thinking about doing business with Epic? Yeah. What are they thinking? Yeah. Because, like, you just, you kind of see, you know, okay, well, if I want to do business with them and sign a contract with them, this might be the way that it yeah. know, plays out. Like, yeah. they might... Like, if I cross Publicly... Them. Yeah. They might try to destroy my company. Yeah, and the smears. I I don't think that, and it's so funny because on one side you have Epic trying that does look pretty good trying to be, you know, the the people's champ so to speak. With come come be on our store and we'll give you ninety percent. We'll pay you better than any other store. Yeah, and then at the same time. Well, don't cross us though, because we will drag we will drag you from the back of our vehicle to the street, yeah. <laughs> through so, the mud, yeah, I you mean, know, the whole way. I, I don't. It, it was just an odd move. It was very odd. I mean, it, I mean, this kind of reminds me of like one of those like 1980s or 1990s like business yeah. pit, pissing matches that like back then nobody really knew about them. Yeah, those like. Like 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 you said, the John Carmack and Apple. Like meeting, I, I almost want. Reminds me of that. I almost want to appreciate it, but I don't know something something about the way they went about it. Just yeah, it wasn't quite clever enough yeah. for me. What happens behind closed doors is whatever. You know, yeah. But yeah, it was a strange, strange. Well, you know, I don't mind. I don't mind when companies trash other companies publicly. Yeah. But just, I don't know, like the way they went about it with like anti-Apple merchandise, like that just, I was, it just seemed a little corny. I, I was know. fine with all that if if Epic had some type of actual viable plan. Yeah. They never did. Yeah. And that, that's what's odd about it. It, yeah. it. it literally comes off as just whining. Yeah. It, I mean, if you make a little bit of anti-Apple merchandise, do you really think that's going to turn people against like another especially well, when they don't really have all that much riding in the race what what they were trying to do is get you know the populace on their side yeah but they didn't actually have an achievable goal yeah like if their only goal was to you know rain on apple's parade well mission accomplished you did cause them some pain and you know you know did make them bleed a little bit but you also inflict, yeah, you self-inflicted a wound on yourself, mm-hmm. and you're in no better position than you were when, before this. So, well, I, I, I'm just, I think they needed something that was sort of meme-worthy, like so, something that with legs. But everything they put out was just sort of corny. Well, even if I don't even think that would have mattered. Like they needed some type. Like okay, they get they get everybody behind them on their side. Yeah. Well. When they ultimately can't achieve their goal, they're just letting everybody down. Yeah. So what, yeah, I mean, what are I'm, you trying I'm, to do? I'm really curious to see where this goes from here now yeah. because to me it sort of looks like, so. I mean, round one, Apple is one because at yeah. first they kicked them completely out, yeah. which I'm not sure Epic was expecting. 
and then the judge rules, okay, well, your engine can live on, but you're, you're still you're still on the outs. Yeah. And now I know they're going to turn to Congress and beg and, <laughs> and stuff money in everybody's pockets, praying that something will turn, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I guess enough about that. So Jeff Grubb, who seems to be the, the biggest source in gaming right now for a lot of things, says that the initiative, Microsoft's Quadruple A Studio, is making Perfect Dark, and it is third person. That it's actually happening. By the way, I think we were the ones who, who speculated that it would be third person a long did, time did ago. Did we speculate before the rumor started? That it was I, could, I, could, Dark. I really kind of remember. I feel, we, I feel like we did. Yeah. I feel like we I, really did. I think, yeah. I, you know, now that you mentioned I think you're right. I think we had... I frequently think, mentioned that they could do perfect dark because of Shanghai. Yeah, I think right after like their their announcement, didn't we have like a show about like what they could be working on? And we kicked I, we I kicked like around Shanghai, and then we said, "Well, what about perfect?" Dark? Yeah, yeah, I think we did. I don't know. I, I don't know. If I, we, I think you said maybe it was Shanghai, and then I was like, "Well, that always reminded me of Perfect Dark." Like, yeah, I, I vaguely recall the, the conversation. Did we predict that it would be third person though? Yeah, I remember us having some conversation about maybe because it was taking on Uncharted. First, first well, we said yeah, I think well, I remember this quadruple though. A. Yeah, yeah not you know they want that cinematic Naughty Dog style look, but also because they have, you know, Halo dominating first person. Yeah, and you know, Gears of War is a third person action game. I think that's game how our conversation that, went. You know, Perfect Dark would be a spy game, an actual stealth spy game. Yeah, I mean, so we so we predict. But it could be anything. It could be, you know, a 128-player Battlefield game, for all we know. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be really interesting, especially since um, really a lot of Microsoft's games haven't taken on the look that we sort of imagined. Yeah. So it'll be kind of curious to see where where this goes. I wonder, I wonder if, you know, pre-COVID kind of, you know, we'll fall back on the COVID excuse again. They didn't, you know, maybe that's like the, the thing that was the plan. You know, Halo Infinite doesn't have to be the graphical powerhouse because Perfect Dark is going to be. Yeah. And, you know, that'll excite everybody. But then because of everything happening, we haven't seen Perfect Dark. We haven't seen Fable. We haven't seen, you know, all these other games. Yeah. But. It's I, possible. I don't know. I just wonder if they're waiting for Sony to play. See, look at all this junk. Huh? Like, look at all the nonstop. Yeah. We're watching the Ratchet and Clank demo. And just watch all the trash that flies around on the screen every three seconds. Can we play in some other than Potato Pea? It says 1080, didn't it? It said 360. Oh, okay. Just, I mean, just look at the nonstop stuff flying around the screen. 1080 is an option, so here we go. Um, let's keep it going because nobody's going to. Yeah, realize that we're sitting. Yeah, nobody's well, watching. Look at all the you just missed. You turned your head again, and there's just constant. Yeah, I jump see that there's flying. Yeah, I mean, like they're they're trying to fill the screen with yeah. as much. Like, look at how know, many kinetic energy. Yeah. Screen. Oh, but it only runs at 30 frames per second. Right. But like you say, it doesn't really matter because it's running at 30 frames per second. It looks fine. Um, speaking of 343 and Halo. Did you see who has joined 343 and been put in charge of Halo Infinite? Did you hear about this? No. Joe Staten, the old 
the writer of the original Halo trilogy. The old, oh, yes. The guy who did the voice of the grunts. Are you kidding me? He is back, and he's at 343 now. That's kind of weird. Well, remember he did that game ReCore, the X- Xbox publisher? Oh, he did that? I didn't know he yeah. did that. Yeah. Wow. He, he joined Microsoft, like, probably like four or five I didn't know he ago. actually did games. I thought he just wrote the books. No, no, no. He didn't write the books. He wrote the games. Oh, he wrote oh, the original trilogy? Yeah. Oh, okay. He was like their lead writer. Who wrote the books then? Eric Nyland. Oh, that's right. So this Joe Staten, he who was literally one of the fathers of of Halo. There was like him, Jason Jones, yeah, but and I Marty. I don't know if that that'll be enough to save. Well, that was my question. Any, How much of an impact do you think this will have on Infinite? I, I don't know. It seems that, too late in the game. Yeah, exactly. It's so far gone, and and it's just such an enormous beast. Yeah. Like how much? Well, don't say we... so far gone because that infers is bad. But yeah. so far along. Well, I mean, so far, yes, along is what I should have said. <laughs> we so we far don't gone know if it's, it's gone. Trash. We don't know if it's gone. Um, let's hope it's not. Um, but it, uh, maybe they brought him back just to voice the grunt. But you know, Halo Infinite. This is this is exactly what I've been saying about Microsoft. I think it's Microsoft's biggest problem. They don't have the backbone to, to follow through on what they what they envision. Like, you know, even even if people didn't like how Halo Infinite looked, too bad. I know, that's what I would have said. Just put it out. That's what I said. And I still think I still think that they can launch the Series X with the Halo Infinite multiplayer beta. Yeah. Just to have just to have Halo there at, at launch. It's only multiplayer. You could put three maps in it and it's there, you know. But I do. I am encouraged because all these stories that you know, 343 is a mess internally, and so on and so forth. I'm glad that Microsoft is looking at the situation and saying, "All right, we need to do something to fix this. Like, yeah. we got to do something." And and to fix it, we're putting somebody new at the top who's very familiar with the franchise. But how long? How long are they going to delay it for? Well, I, I'm not even saying like, I'm not even saying that that'll necessarily have an impact on. The Halo Infinite that we get at launch. Yeah. But long term, I think this is a good move. But do we know how long? No. The delay. 2021 is all we know. Jeez. So most people are speculating like, not that far. So like basically by spring well, 2021. You know, I mean, I guess if 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 they have all the mechanics and all the levels and all that stuff done, figured. Yeah, and done. If it's literally just graphical polish. Exactly. They just need a few if months. they're just upgrading the graphics, then yeah, that, that could be done. You know, just upgrading they the They could have it out in March assets. or April. Yeah. 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 That's definitely doable in a year. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So um, it'll be interesting. To if see what the game's do. not a complete mess, like g- gameplay and, yeah. and well, story wise. I mean, let's be honest five's gameplay and story were complete disasters. Ever since the Game Pass era, campaign-wise. Ever since the Game Pass era has started, I feel like a lot of Microsoft's games launch in sort of a rough state. Not just Microsoft, a lot of people. Yeah, and, and then they just they upgrade them as yeah. it goes. And, yeah, and eventually it becomes well, and that, what we always that's thought. That's we exactly were get. why I agree with your point 
Like, you don't like the graphics, too bad. Put it out. Exactly. The game will speak for itself exactly. if, if it's a good game. And as it goes, you can upgrade the graphics, even. Because they said, you know, like, ray tracing was coming at, exactly. at, like, a later date and stuff. Like, I just want to play a good Halo campaign. If the campaign's great, I don't care if it's ray traced. I really yeah. don't. Yeah. I don't care if it's 4K. Exactly. I want to play so, a great Halo campaign. I, I don't understand why they just didn't have the courage to... Because I think delaying it, even though you're going to be able to say, well, we, we, don't, we only want to put out great games, doesn't matter. People got their hopes up, and then you pulled the rug out. I, I do, that's what hurt. And, you know, if I will totally forgive it. If, if Halo Infinite comes out, and it is like a complete ace, yeah. you know, I will say, like, I'm you know perfect. I have no qualms. You guys did great. You know, totally satisfied. But if it's not, yeah. Then it's going to be like, well, why, why did, do I have to wait yeah. for this? Why did you bother pulling off? Did you hear about this Burger King controversy on Twitch? No. This is the... <laughs> I'm glad there's a Burger King controversy on Twitch. Or Twitch, Twitch. So. so tell me what you think of this as a business. Because you were a business major. And yeah. advertising. And yeah. So on Twitch, just to preface this for anybody who doesn't know, normally companies pay... You know, large streamers, sizable amounts of money to, you know, either sponsor them permanently. There's Doc over there on the right. <laughs> God bless him. Or um, you sponsor them permanently, or you can do what's called like a sponsored stream. You know, to play a certain game or plug a certain product. Yeah. And, and they get paid hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars for those types of things. Because it's a huge audience. So Burger King came up with this, what they considered, very clever idea to not pay Jack Billy squat and get the same amount of exposure. And, you know, I'm really shocked that nobody thought to do this prior. Yeah. Because it makes total sense, but I get the ethical quandary of it. So some streamers have either a bot or something. So when you donate to them, the bot will like read the don't a message that you type to them out loud, or yeah. the message will appear on screen. So Burger King made a Twitch account, you know, called like Burger King or whatever, and they they went around to the biggest streams, you know, that they could, absolute biggest ones they could find, like hundreds of thousands of viewers and stuff, and they donated the exact amount of like, let's say like a Whopper, for example. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, like whatever whatever meal they, you know, had. The yeah. exact, so like, you know, $7.95 or, you yeah. know, whatever. And it would, and the, the message would say, you know, you can get a, a Whopper Jr. with bacon for only $7.97. <laughs> and the streamers started to get really upset because uh. it's like, if you wanted me to pay me the yeah. right way to do this, you'd be paying me tens of thousands of dollars. Exactly. And you're but paying me seven dollars. <laughs> and you're basically stealing. Unbelievable. You're, you're jacking my, you know, audience. It is. It's brilliant. But it really that, is brilliant. that's the problem I have. But because as a streamer, I'm like, you know, this is this, this. You're right. Like this is such a ripoff. But I'm like, it's genius. It is. And you're right. It's it's stunning. Because here we are talking about it. It's stunning. And yeah, and even though. I mean, I mean, think about it. They really get double the publicity because right. they got the the initial publicity, and now they got, got the people backlash. talking about like yeah, what, uh, what Burger right? King did. Oh, and on top of it, listen to this. <laughs> it's even better. Everybody they kept doing this to, they were making clips of it, right? Yeah. 
And then they put all those clips together and made it a commercial <laughs> of all these streamers reacting to the messages. So, you know, Ugh. it's Burger King just donated. You know, so there was an initial shock of yeah, yeah. The, when they first saw it. They're like, what? Burger King? It'd be awesome if... Uh, if so if, then they use these people's likenesses in a commercial. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd be awesome if uh, all their responses were like, Man, F Burger King. Well, one, well, <laughs> to well, string it all together. That is how it transpires. Yeah. But in the beginning, it's kind of like funnier and exciting, yeah, exciting yeah. because they're like, "What the hell?" You know, Burger King just donated. Yeah, like, yeah. And and then they're like, oh, "Wait, wait, wait!" You know, like they realize what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and then the one guy started flipping out, and he's like, "Are you gonna fucking sponsor me or what?" <laughs> he got like really <laughs> upset. But of course, they don't put that part in the commercial. No, exactly. They just put the oh. Burger but King. I, I feel like it could it could also maybe take on like a life of its own on like YouTube where people create their own commercial of people you know cursing out Burger King for doing this. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's still it goes back to that age old adage of all publicity is good. Yeah, exactly. It get people talking about Burger and, King, and then if it does blow up on them, then they can come out with the apology, right? Which, which is just more publicity for seven dollars and sixty-five right. they cents. Just, they literally had to pay like like less than five hundred dollars to reach probably millions of people. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's genius. You're never gonna get that bang for a buck. It is ever again. Sad because they really did rip off these poor Absolutely. streamers. Um, but yeah, I, I have to think. I wonder if there is. They're gonna have Twitch is gonna have to change their policy. I was gonna about, say like, it's gonna it's gonna fall on Twitch to yeah. like okay if you're well, a corporate we're gonna ban you. And this was the exact reason though why I would I never want like my donation messages and stuff on screen because you're just asking for people to come along and mess with you like just and oh, sometimes yeah. it could be funny you know yeah. It will be, but other times people could just be like, "Oh, you know, come watch my stream instead," or you know, like self-promote. You know, if you want a, if you want a, you know, really good mulberry bush, make sure you buy it from flowers.com. You know, just whatever the hell. So what is 106 BK? Oh, it was the episode, episode one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it sounds like a radio station. One oh, we are 106 BK. You are live with 106 BK. Here, this week, we are listening to God Mode Unlocked. On 106 BK. Did you see the new Witcher game that got announced this week? No. Is this, is this like the unofficial Witcher 4? No. Damn. So Starring Siri? I'm, I'm glad you ha- haven't heard of it because I want your opinion on this. So a new Witcher game got announced this week. Just up? Nope. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> Um, this wasn't at Gamescom, and I think this is genius. This is a, it's a mobile game, first of all. So give me your reaction to that. Okay, there's your first. But here's the catch. It is a Pokemon Go inspired game where you walk around as, you know, a witcher in the real world, so to speak, and you find, you you track and find and then fight, you know, witcher character or, you know, Monsters. The whole concept. Of how do you how do you fight them on your phone? I don't know yet. Do you, but swing, the concept, your, do you swing your phone around like it's a sword? I don't know yet. But the concept. Think of how think of how awesome that would be. <laughs> See like some kid out random there. strangers <laughs> like walking down the street and all of a sudden going. Yeah, that, would, that would be great. <laughs> Goddamn dragon! <laughs> 
Um, like old people are going to be like, what the hell is going on? I don't think. Do phones even have gyro sensors? I don't know. Yeah, yeah they must. Or because, motion sensors? Well, they know when they're... The camera, I guess. Yeah, when it flips. Yeah. Because it, it changes the, the screen. So I, I feel like this game has the potential to be huge. I mean, I am shocked. Are, are you? I don't know. Are you not shocked that more people haven't jacked the Pokemon Go thing? A little bit. I a am. little bit. I, I think once like the Apple um, VR glasses, like, if they're capable enough to do this, mm. like run games like this, is this? Google I think they're going to be a dime is a this dozen. Google Glass 2.0. That concept. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Except it's not. It's. it's Supposedly, they're supposed to be glasses that just look like glasses, but yeah. they can do stuff. And then it's like, so it uses your phone as sort of like its a power. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And then it just, you know, whatever the phone is doing, it'll project onto your lenses. So, I mean, I could see the games being like a dime a dozen then because then it makes sense. I kind of have a feeling that AR games in the style of Pokemon Go are actually very complex to develop. Yeah. And until somebody comes along and provides, like, the infrastructure... Didn't they do a Jurassic Park one like this? Niantic did another game like Pokemon Go, but I can't remember what it was. I seem to remember, like, a Jurassic World one where you go around and find... Could be. Dinosaurs or whatever. Could have. So, I think one... I mean, right now... a Star Wars game. Right now, you're sort of limited by your, your phone, just... Yeah. But if you could have, like, glasses or goggles so it's more seamless, mm-hmm. where you're just truly walking around, and then all yeah. of a sudden, bam, there's a Pokemon, there's whatever. I think then these games are really going to take off. So Netflix confirmed the first details of its Resident Evil show that it's making. I almost vomited when I read that. Yeah, I, I just read it, and I, my first thought was, what the hell is going on here? So they're, they're, they basically re- released like a three-sentence synopsis. It was almost nothing. But they it, it takes place in, quote-unquote, New Raccoon City. Not Raccoon City. <laughs> new Raccoon City. Why are they doing this? Which always, that kind of tells me that, like, when I hear something like that, I always think that that means that the the plan is so bad that they don't want to associate it with like the real thing. Yeah. Well, that's but, see, this is what I don't understand. Why but don't then they just it also give stars us the real thing? These unheard of Wesker children. Yeah. Kurt texts me and he's like, "How many bastard children does Wesker have now?" Because he has there was one in Resident Evil Six. There's there's apparently two, several more in this series. Yeah. Like oh, because I was wondering like. I was like, who the hell are the Wesker kids? Because I never played They're Albert six. Wesker. I, well, yeah, yeah, but I never played six the whole yeah. way through to, yeah. to find that you out, apparently. Should, shouldn't bother. No. I, I got stuck on this one level, and then that was it for It me. was terrible. It was the one where... It was unbelievably Chris bad. was like, well, he's running up through like this tower or something. You're just, you're just constantly running upstairs and shooting things. You know what's re- I was just like, okay, that's... You me. know what's really bothering me? And... All of these game conventions that I have watched so far, all of the hosts, a lot of them, which I understand, they are broadcasting from their homes or whatever. Yeah. But they dress like absolute, like, okay, at least Jeff Keighley here. In their pajamas. Is in a suit jacket. Right. But the last one that Jeff Keighley did, he was like in like literally like like an ill-fitting t-shirt. Yeah. Like the, 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 pre, the pre-show for Gamescom. 
was hosted by a guy. Yeah, literally looks like he was in his pajamas. He was wearing a sw- <laughs> he was wearing a headband to hold his long hair back and yeah. like a, a t-shirt and like he's, uh, he's living his best life. You are in front of hundreds of thousands of people and you couldn't you know like the lack of professionalism is really bothering oh absolutely me. like it's really bothering me. The, the professional world's it's dying. It's fading away. Yeah, for real. Um. So what what do you think the over under on this Resident Evil series being good? Uh, or, I mean, uh, good or bad? Uh, trash, you know, I, I would I will even predict that this is not only bad but it is absolute trash tier. Um, as long as they don't go down the movies route where like it's like this post apocalyptic Mad Max world, like that. Where you're doing was, backflips off of wolves? That was so freaking stupid. Like. That, that's not at all what Resident Evil is like it's supposed, supposed to be, to be about. horror. Yeah, it's supposed to be like zombies in like and basically Alice the was Walking literally Dead. like John Woo. Yeah, like <laughs> doing yeah. triple backflips. It, with... It's supposed to be like The Walking Dead essentially. Yeah, you know, and grounded. Yeah, with some you know. Yeah, with plenty some of... heavy hitters thrown in. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll put it like that. It's fantastical. Yeah. Well, the first. Well, but it's supposed the to be grounded. Resident Evil is fantastical in the sense that. Okay, here's you know a giant virus-infected shark. Here's yeah, a giant, giant virus-infected whatever uh, snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not. Yeah, yeah. I guess alligators in the second one, is it? Alligator was second one. Yeah. yeah. But speaking of movies and television, uh, we'd be remiss not to mention the very unexpected. Uh, death of the actor that plays Black, Black Panther. Like this literally came out of nowhere. I was so shocked that when I when I first read the headline, I thought for I think I messaged you of this. I thought it was his dad. I thought it must right? have been the dad. Like I was like, there's no way it could be T'Challa. Yeah, Ch- Chadwick. I think, even though it, I is knew it Boseman, is that how Ch- it's Chadwick Boseman? Yeah. Um, even though I knew that was his name, and I I knew it, you know. It, it even said age 43, so I knew it had to be him. Like, yeah. I was like, what? no, that must have been his dad, what, right? Like, that, there's no way. What there's I can't no figure way. out, and it's, it's not my business at all, so I, I, you know, kind of skeptically even say this. Yeah. Because he was only diagnosed in 2016. Yeah. Which was right after, well, I mean, I don't know if it was right after or right before um, Black Panther actually made his debut in, in Captain America Civil War. So I, I kind of wonder, and again, not my business at all, if he if he received treatment or if he opted not to. Yeah, it's just kind of interesting. Because it seems like not only was he doing Marvel, but he did some other movies in there too. Well, did you see that interview where he talks about kids that had yeah. cancer? Yeah. And, and now we know that he knew yeah. he had cancer. And to, to, to talk about it while hiding it, yeah. you know, to talk about others suffering, like that's just, You have to wonder I don't know. why he did why he did choose to not publicly disclose it. And then I, I, I know I've heard some people speculate did Marvel even. Like, well, that's what I, my first thought was, you know, that is co. I bet it's co. You know, I mean, this is pure speculation and, and I don't, you know, I don't want to offend anybody about it, but I wonder if he didn't tell Marvel, you know, cause like I said, it would have been right around the time he first appeared in the Marvel yeah. universe. So I wonder if he kept it a secret from them even because he thought, well, I'm going to beat it. And yeah. Then, yeah. Like, I don't want to, I don't want them taking this role away from me. Right. 
Right. You know, because I'm going to beat this and it, right. it'll be nothing. Right. And then it won't matter. Yeah. It, it, on the flip side of that, it does kind of explain too, though, if Marvel did know, because um, Black Panther was a ginormous hit. So I really thought that for sure they would be A, ramping up his role in the Avengers movies. Yeah. And then be fast-tracking Black Panther 2. Yeah. Neither of which they did. He That's was true. very scarce in the Avengers movie. That's true. And I kind of wonder if that would... Or, or if maybe he just didn't contractually agree. You know, I'm only going to appear for this amount of time. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I have, like... The first They'd probably Black, say why. The first Black Panther movie was such a hit. For him to be, like, basically... I mean, he, he was a little bit in Infinity War. He, he does have... But he's almost not in Endgame no, whatsoever. No, he's in like the final battle. And yeah, that. yeah. And given how big Black Panther was, that I, seems extremely well, odd. And that's why I was shocked. I thought for sure, um, you know, because Black Panther had been rising in popularity in Infinity War when half the characters, you know, disappeared. I was shocked that Black Panther was among them. I yeah. thought for sure they were going to want to put him in a prominent role in the final movie. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, I thought, well, you know, I guess they just decided to go with kind of the original Avengers. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, but I, I think th- there was another interview that I just saw. And people are speculating. It was really strange in retrospect. He's being interviewed on the red carpet. And I think it was for Endgame. And, yeah, it was for Endgame. And the reporter asked him, you know, what's the future like for Black Panther? You know, like, uh, you know, are we gonna are we gonna see you a lot in Endgame? And he goes, No, I'm dead. You know, and she's like, Well, we're gonna see you in Black Panther too, right? And he goes, No, I'm dead. And she's like, What do you mean you're dead? Your character or? And he's like, I'm just dead. And it was like, This was not that long ago. Like, yeah, that's. And he had this. He kind of had this like weird look on it. He wasn't like laughing. Yeah. He wasn't like. And people are watching that now, like, is, was he kind of, like, like having fun in his own somber way? Of this, like, like, it was just so weird. Well, yeah, I, mean, I, wonder, I wonder if he was thinking about how, like, ironic it was that, you know, like, we would all take it to being his character's right. dead. Right. Which, which he was, was on true the screen. At the time. Yeah. Right. And, and then maybe he was, you know, really dealing with the fact, coming to terms with the fact that, like, he wasn't going to beat the cancer. Yeah. And, the, you well, know, he no. was going to die. Who knows? I mean, um, it was just so out of left field. Like, yeah, that I mean, like things like that are truly kind of haunting and creepy in retrospect. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, like, um, it was like you watch it and you're like, kind of like it's unsettled, sad. unsettling. It's really sad, really, much. when you yeah. think about it, and, and especially since he was keeping a secret. That's the weird part. About um, it. So, I like, you got questions like that, you know? And, I can't think of any star, whether it be an athlete or an actor or actress, you know, celebrity of any kind. Who's ever died of cancer without it being publicly disclosed? Yeah, like I mean, I, I'm really curious to know when Marvel knew. Yeah, um, and it doesn't really matter now. It doesn't. Like it doesn't now. matter that we get to find out. But for my own curiosity, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just kind of curious. When did they find out? Because I got a feeling you would think the media would be calling everybody right now and asking, "Did you know?" Yeah, you know, like Chris Evans, "Did you know?" You know, yeah. like all those people. Yeah, Scarlett it seems like it would be Hansen, the number you know? one question. Yeah, yeah. Who knew and when? Um. I mean, it's a very personal thing, and you know how you choose to go about it. Right. Is, is really up to you. Yeah. Uh, but I do wonder a little bit. How does? How do you think Marvel? 
how do they, I mean, obviously they got to make another Black Panther. Somebody else is going to have to be Black Panther, but how do they do that? Well, it, they did, I don't know, do they have to use Black Panther himself or, you know, because they have his younger sister there who is very yeah, well liked. And, and I think in the comics, well, I know She in the doesn't comics, need to be Black Panther. Well, but she could be, you know, the representative from. I think at one point Storm even becomes Black Panther. Storm. Yeah. Like the X Men. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, so I hope they don't do that. That's for th- damn there's, sure. There's like precedent of of women being the Black Panther as well. well. She's just awfully young. Yeah. To... But even then, you you need like you need a story as to why and right, how. Right. Right. You and need an explanation. With him, like literally. Well. Gone. You know, I, I kind of tried to envision how Marvel would play this. And I, and I, I think they could literally start, you know, I, I, I don't know. And I don't mean to be disrespectful to anybody, but they could literally start the next, you know, quote unquote Black Panther movie with like T'Challa's funeral. And they could set up a story as to what happened. And that could be yeah. the, the passing of, you know, well, who becomes Black Panther could literally be the plot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess they because I I can't I can't see Marvel being able to just make another movie and oh hey well somebody else is Black Panther now. But I almost feel like you have to because if, if know, you were to do it, if you so were important if them. you would do it like you're describing, the only character that they recast <laughs> was Rhodey. We yeah, but I mean, so they have done it once. But I mean, because to do Robert Downey Jr. demanded not to work with but, that guy. But think again. about it: to do what you're describing, you would literally have to take one of their hottest properties and just be like, "Oh, he died," like off screen. But the character, but, anyway. But you also give the fans who very much are attached to that character and actor yeah. an actual closure. Yeah. Like you know, yeah, he, the character is it's, gone. See, and this is what I mean. Like, I get what you're saying, and it's it's absolutely right. Like. If you did start it with, you know, like he's dead. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people would connect with it. Would really respect it. Yeah. Yeah. Like they'd want to see that. Okay. Yeah. Like he was the Black Panther. Yeah. You know, Chadwick was the Black Panther. Yeah. Not just not just T'Challa. So like it's it's super respectful to just say this character died. There's gonna need to be some type. They they absolutely 100. I don't know how they do it, but. There absolutely needs to be some type of on-screen acknowledgement of. I cannot see them using T'Challa again with another actor. I feel like it would be disrespectful. See, I, I don't know. I don't think they could I, do I, it because the universe is so connected and where the story left off. I almost feel like you 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 have to because Black Panther Two has already been written. Yeah, it was already given a release date. I, I obviously hadn't started filming. Yeah, so. Um, and that's what I mean. Because of the continuity. It's so hard to talk about this without sounding like disrespectful. I don't um, think we've had anything to actually be disrespectful. Well, I mean... It's I valid It's valid question. I mean, from Marvel's perspective, it's actually been sort of a, a blessing to have the coronavirus sort of like hit pause on mm-hmm. everything, you know, for this to happen. Yeah. So it's sort of been a blessing in disguise. And like, I don't want to say coronavirus has been a blessing, you know, especially in light of this guy's death. But you, you get where I'm going. Like it is actually, it's it's sort of beneficial to Marvel to be able to hit pause and maybe now rethink what yeah. they're going to do. Yeah. Um, because yeah. this is this is obviously a big big issue for them. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it'll it'll be really interesting. I feel like Marvel's best play 
is that whether it be in the next, you know, Black Panther movie or whatever, there absolutely needs to be some type of on-screen acknowledgement of. Oh yeah. You know, and I'm sure the next Marvel movie that they release, like before the movie even starts, they probably should, you know, put it something in there like this movie's dedicated to Chadwick Boseman. See, you know, I don't if he, if you kill the character off. I mean, even just for the actor. Yeah. Like there needs. And I don't. Yeah. I just think it, it like it's sort of. I mean, yes, you're gonna have Blade coming up, but that's gonna be like solid R. Well, Black Panther will. I'm convinced that the the character will go on. Yeah. But I don't think they can do it in a way where they just recast him. They yeah. need to have an actual story of how somebody else becomes the Black Panther. Yeah. And I mean, I guess they could do it with his sister. I mean, it doesn't it could be her? It could it could not be her. Um, I don't know if anyone else has ever been Black Panther besides like T'Challa and the Royal Line, or and that. like some well, some other, what's his some name? Other women. The villain there was Black Panther for a while, right? Well, yeah. Well, no, that, he was. He did he have the same powers? He had like the same exact suit, but you know, nobody ever. What was his nobody, name again? Killmonger. There you go. Um. Yeah, I don't know. You know, you know what. Everybody really loved Michonne's character. Yeah. The girl who plays... I can't remember her name. Yeah. She I was like his like, top I can't lieutenant think of her name or whatever. Right it begins with an O, but it's I can't think of it. Um, so, like, you could play those scenarios out. Well, who becomes Black Panther? You know, like, yeah. the, sis, the sister... I feel like the, the sister is so well-liked. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to lose her character. Yeah, but I, I I don't know. I think a lot of people would really appreciate it. But then, then again, they well. Here's the odd thing. I wouldn't want to see them more. They her they have the X Men coming in. Yeah, that's true. And we know Storm in the comic books. They was once Black they, Panther. They haven't even introduced Storm yet. Though. Exactly. That's, that's the, the issue. Is the timing's not really good. Yeah. Like they could play that card, but yeah, it, the timing just isn't working. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna steal this from. Maybe they'll cast Halle Berry from Catwoman. Oh God. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> I'm going to pull this from Godspeed Story since we're talking about Marvel. So this season of Fortnite has gone full-blown MCU. So Thor, Iron Man, Wolverine, Storm, Galactus, Groot, Doctor Doom, basically the whole Marvel universe is now in Fortnite. Trapped in Fortnite. And not only that, but what do you make of this part? Starting in September and October, Fortnite characters are appearing on the covers of Marvel Comics. Oh God! What do you mean? Does that make you? Does that hurt? That that does hurt. That, that hurts a lot. Thankfully, they're not actually being worked in the stories. See, they're just variant. I covers. think it would be kind of cool if they wrote a comic book about the Marvel characters being trapped in the Fortnite world. They got to battle their, their way out. What does that tell you though about? How big Fortnite is. It is. It's kind of remarkable, isn't it? That like, that comics are looking. Not just any comics. The mainstream yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel comics, which yeah. is like you know, king of the heap. Yeah. Feel they have to do a crossover with, with Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah. No, I mean, and for from Fortnite the game's perspective, it makes sense. But, yeah. But for the comics to actually be putting Fortnite. Yeah. So basically, they're trying to get Fortnite players to read well, they, Marvel comics. Oh yeah, they realize that there's a lot of overlap yeah. there, and, yeah. and and you know, possible synergy to pick up new readers. Um, so that tells you how big Fortnite is. Yeah. Fortnite's a big deal. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But. 
But this, Fall Guys is going to take it down. I'm just not in the demographic anymore. <laughs> All right, so we got a few Godspeed stories. We'll wrap things up here. So I'll start. No Wild Bill mug once again. I'm, I don't know. We got to figure something out with yeah. that wild. Yeah. Now instead of the birds, every week hang we just got to say No Wild Bill mug. I'm gonna hang it on the wall. We're gonna we're gonna shoot it with, I'll, a, I'll, pellet, yeah. with, with a pellet gun. <laughs> and I'll take my other eye out when it deflects. <laughs> oh, I gotta tell this story. This is great. Uh, so there's this new aim training program on Steam that's totally free. Yeah. And it's really good. It, and it gives you all these activities, and then it gives you insight into like how you can get better, what you're good at, what you need to work on. Oh, God. So I did Self-help. it. Self-help. So I did it this week. And one of the tips, the very first tip it gives me is you have a right side weakness. You, see, you, you, seem, to, you seem to have a harder time aiming at targets on the right than the oh, left. And then at the very God. end it says... We can help you fix this. <laughs> so I did this live on stream, and I see this, and I'm like, oh, really? You can help me fix this, huh? I'd love to see that. <laughs> you can cure blindness. You should, I'm you, all in. You should you should cut that clip and send it oh, to Oh, I did. Wherever. I did. I tagged them on Twitter. So yeah. They didn't respond. <laughs> Awkward. Uh, uh, all right. I'm starting. Yeah. Beautiful Joe's anniversary was this past week. Give me a percentage chance that we ever see this franchise oh my gosh. come, come uh, out of Oh, jeez. Um, probably like 25. 25? But, but it should be higher. Yeah. Especially with Nintendo Switch. Can kicking I know how around. great that game was? Do you remember? Yes. So good. Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, is like they, they released a bunch of games after 2. Yeah. But none like of them. A, there was like a DS version. Yeah. I think, like they were. They maybe were, a PSP. But a lot of them were like traditional beautiful joe games they yeah. were like battle arena or something and so I they really got remember. away from what made it great i remember being so psyched well not psyched but jealous when beautiful joe came to ps2 yeah that they put dante in it because i was so <laughs> angry that you know i was one of the original supporters of the game on game yeah Cube, we didn't get it and then i didn't get dante yeah. and i really loved dante yeah. that was the time when exclusive characters were actually huge yeah like it like remember Soul Calibur two? But you, I mean, if you think about it, they, they had Link on Game. They, they put and... that there. They put that in that game because they did realize like a lot of people that were gonna play it probably played on GameCube. So yeah. to, to make sure that they bought it maybe again. Well, and it Dante. was also to, you know, if you're a PlayStation fan, you're definitely gonna recognize Dante. That's so. Yeah. Here's a new I mean, franchise. Devil May Cry wasn't on Nintendo systems by no. then, so. Uh, PUBG is one of the PS Plus games for september are you excited by this do you I, have playstation plus does this mean no. something to you uh, no but i i do feel like it's a pretty prominent get for a f- you getting pubg, is PUBG for free? free yet no jeez that's what i mean it is free so if you're a playstation 4 owner with playstation plus it's a pretty it's a noteworthy mention yeah a new tremors movie is coming out this fall please tell me that you're going to watch it on day one. Oh my god i used to love tremors movies. i did too uh the first two especially what the hell is it <laughs> um actually the first three were pretty good the first, you've watched three yeah the third one i don't think i made it past the second one i think the third one was okay and then the last thing i knew like they were up to like five, weren't they? This one takes place on an island. Is this six that. or is this seven? I, like, it doesn't even have they a just number. Kept making it's, it. it's like Tremors Island. Or do you something. remember? Do you remember the, like the the couple in the basement in the first one? No, I don't remember anything. I think I think 
one of them like is the couple in the, the series was already in straight to video mode when we were still yeah. kids <laughs> come on well even the original was like they didn't but think... it had kevin bacon in well it. yeah but the original they didn't really think would amount to that much. old man is still he's the star of these still are you serious the old man with the sunglasses yeah jeez he's still in this one he's in his 70s god bless he's him. he's the main character god bless him and you know what his name is in real life frank no, it's the other definite old man named Bert. <laughs> <laughs> that he looks like a Bert. Like yeah. His character looks like a Bert. One hundred percent. Don't read Fortnite one. Walmart joins Microsoft in bid for TikTok as TikTok CEO resigns. What is up with the Walmart thing? I don't know. Does this surprise you? It is. It, it's definitely the strangest partner that you could possibly imagine. That's what I was going to ask you. Is Walmart partnering with Microsoft, or are they just going in on the bidding? No, I think they're partnering with Microsoft. That's the way I read it. Which makes even less sense yeah. than Microsoft buying TikTok or Walmart buying TikTok, but for the both of them to partner to buy TikTok, why? And it's, we, the, I think the odd thing is that it's still not sold. Yeah. I can't believe it's not sold. Yeah. I think they got two weeks left until the the ban. Yeah. Whatever that happens. means. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I mean, the whole thing is just completely. And you know, there's there's actually way more people jockeying to get it than just. Yeah, I've Walmart. heard more and more have been and there's, jumping in. There's, I mean, strange ones like like Oracle or, you know, like people. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. Companies that have, and like, no business. Whenever I that. see that, I almost always will bet on the company that I'm like, well, who is this? Yeah. Them ending up winning it. Like, Oracle's, like, purely business to business. Yeah. Like, and I feel so like why, they're why the it. hell would they want this? Like, it makes no sense. And they'll probably run it into the ground. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, of all the movie, of all the video game franchises that could be turned into a movie, a Tetris movie is being made. How in the world? I mean, if you could get worse than Sonic, we're moving to you Tetris know, now. I watched a Tetris movie once. What? There was, actually was one. Well, it was a documentary of oh, how oh, Tetris okay. was made. Yeah, and that was that was somewhat entertaining, but. Like an actual Tetris movie. But then again, they made a Battleship movie already, so anything is possible. Did you see the Battleship movie? No. Uh, wasn't Rihanna Do you remember in it? that one? Rihanna was in it. R2. <laughs> you have my Battleship. What an idea. What an idea. I hate the world Hollywood sometimes. is truly. <laughs> so coming soon, Realms Deep 2020 is next week. This is the BoomerCon, the... Uh, 3D Realms, New Blood, John Romero, Cliff Blazinski, you know, all those guys. Old all the school, boomers. Retro FPS conference. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm expecting it to be incredible. Not because of, you know, massive announcements, but just yeah. because the whole vibe, I think, yeah. will be awesome. The boomers. Boomer con. The boomers. They literally, coming. when they tweet about this, they literally put hashtag boomer con. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so that's it for this week. That's God Mode Unlocked episode 106. I feel like the beginning of this episode was so disjointed because yeah. we were going all over the place and you were watching Gamescom for half of it. Yeah. Just know that we were, well, if you're still listening, but you're probably not, that we were watching <laughs> some Gamescom. If you're still listening, but you're probably not. <laughs> we really need like a camera so that people can see. That's what I mean. We, that we can, they can see that I we're watching I can put a camera in stuff. here. So when I start going off topic, it makes more sense. Uh, maybe I should just bring the webcam up and see if we can figure yeah. it out with this. Because if we can, then... How, he's wearing a House of the Dead shirt, for God's sake. I know, sake. God bless him. Talk about BoomerCon. I mean, holy Bring hell. it back. 
How have they not brought that back for They Slash? did actually bring it back. Um for but mobile? nobody played it. <laughs> it was like House of the Dead Code Scarlet or something. Scarlet. Was that arcade only? Or Scarlet something? Dawn. Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's why. Well, nobody, because nobody has. three arcades in the United States. Well, did you know? I, did, I don't know if I knew this or not. You can't really do light gun with like LCD screens. Uh, no. For I some reason, no reason, for some reason that, the way that the light gun technology worked isn't compatible with LCD. But somebody actually just made like the first light gun that will work. I mean, that it, would explain why nobody's really done it. Yeah, that's what explains why it went, it went extinct. And to make like a light gun that works, they had to put like an actual camera into the light gun so I could see where okay. it's actually pointed. Okay, Sega, Sega, hear me out. I got it. House of the Dead <laughs> AR game, like Pokemon Go. There we where go. You walk around with your phone, and that's your that's your aim. I swear aim. to God, I would boom, I would boom, play boom, the boom, hell. Boom, boom. I would play the hell out of that. And that Call would, me Sega. That would be me walking around, going boom, 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 you know, like, and then. By the way, the new Sonic Peach Rings flavor of G Fuel is one of the greatest flavor of G Fuel that there is. So Sega finally <laughs> did something right by letting another <laughs> company make their product. While you wear G Fuel um, branding. Use code Mare when you make your purchase. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it. It's good. This is, I mean, like this is one advertisement that isn't about balls. It's not Wild Bill. We give Wild Bill so much free press. I know. We should really contact them and <laughs> demand that they at least donate seven sixty five to our stream. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how much it costs. Well, that well, one cost you yes, thirty five. I was gonna say they got to they got to donate at least thirty dollars <laughs> for that rusted mug. <laughs> that, that started rusting after one use. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite part about it is it's Wild Bill soda, but they don't even make soda. Yeah. They don't make soda. Well, they make soda, but you got to be like... You can't at, buy it. You got to be like at a convention. You can't buy it. To get the damn stuff. I mean, it's incredible. And I drank soda out of it one time. I washed it one time. <laughs> and it rusted. Nothing unusual about any of the ways I used it. <laughs> and it started rusting. <laughs> and then didn't your dad take it? I don't know. I think I said your dad took the mug I with think it's us. out there somewhere. <laughs> but, oh, God. you know, it's just... Come on, Wild Bill. Oh, come, come on, Wild on. Bill. I have a feeling Wild Bill Soda is literally one guy in his yeah. basement. It's like a pyramid. <laughs> cranking out with the... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Got an order locked. Episode 106. For the out. birds. Realms Deep next week. Realms Deep. Oh, wait, that's wrong. Realms Deep, but that's okay. I, I know. But, but I was playing